episode number 12 of the Healthier Life podcast. Hi everyone, as I record this, it's Thanksgiving week, so a special shout out to all my American listeners, wishing you a very happy Thanksgiving this week. Before I get started on today's show, I just want to let you know that if you're listening to this around the time that it's being released, at the end of November or the beginning of December 2021, then there's still time to sign up for one of my Healthy Holidays coaching sessions. This is a one-off, hour-long, powerful coaching session with me to help you stay healthy and happy over the holiday season so that you can keep your immune system healthy, manage your stress, sleep better, spend more time with God and keep those pesky food cravings under control while still enjoying your favourite foods. Head over to bit.ly slash healthy holidays coaching, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash healthy holidays coaching to book your spot quickly. There are a limited number of spaces available so head over there as soon as you can. I'll put the link for that in the show notes. Okay, before we start, just a quick disclaimer, as always, the information presented on this podcast is for educational and inspirational purposes only. Always consult your doctor before making any changes to your diet and lifestyle. Okay, with that said, let's dive into today's show. Hi, and welcome to the Healthier Life podcast, where you can get great tips and strategies to empower you to live that healthier life you've always wanted. Do you want to feel vibrant and full of energy so that you can make the impact you desire in this world? I believe that when we are intentional about looking after our health, then we can find the energy, balance and joy that we need as Christian women to step into our God-given potential and make a real difference in this world. If you're here to learn about how a diet based more on whole foods, plant-based nutrition can bring a healthier life both to you and the planet, If you want to know how to manage your stress better, improve your sleep, exercise in a way that is fun and manageable, if you want to deepen your faith and build in more gratitude so that you can flourish once more in a life you love, then you are in the right place. I'm Catherine Shelton. Let's get started. So today we're thinking about the topic of Thanksgiving since I'm recording this uh, during Thanksgiving week 2021. Now, cultivating a thankful, grateful heart is something that we're commanded to do in the Bible time and time again. 1 Thessalonians 5 verses 16 to 18 say, Rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So give thanks in all circumstances, that's what the Bible tells us to do. And gratitude is also a really important part of our holistic health. It's what helps us to be happy, joyful people. Now, we often think that when we're happy, then we'll have lots of things to be thankful for. But actually, it's the other way around. It's not that happiness brings us gratitude. It's gratitude that brings us happiness. And it's certainly not money or possessions or things like that that make us happy and thankful. I've seen people here in the West who are very comfortable, very well off, but miserable. And I've also seen firsthand children in a shanty town in the south of Peru, where I helped out one summer, who had almost nothing, but who were happy. So it's not true that having lots of things, having material possessions, having lots of money, or having success or status in life, that that will make us happy. We can be happy and grateful where we are right now. Give thanks in all circumstances, whatever our circumstances might be. 
So don't wait until you have just a little bit more of this or you've accomplished that or you've got this out of the way before you start looking for things that you can be thankful for. Now, thankfulness is also good for our health in other ways. Studies have shown that it helps to improve your immune system. It helps to reduce stress and make you more relaxed. It helps to decrease blood pressure. And also, grateful people tend to eat more healthily, exercise more often, and often heal better from medical issues and procedures. Practicing thankfulness helps you develop resilience when times are tough, and it also has been shown to help people recover better from trauma and PTSD. Now, speaking of trauma, here's my little story of how I first came across the idea of practicing thankfulness. The year was 2011. We were living in a little village in the middle of nowhere in the south of Russia at the time, and I went through my second miscarriage. Now, this time was a little different. I actually started hemorrhaging quite badly and couldn't stop the bleeding. Um, We weren't able to fly out to a good hospital in somewhere like Moscow or Istanbul, somewhere where we would have got really, really good care. We had to instead go to the local hospital and have them deal with me there. So it was a little bit frightening. And I ended up in this hospital. I remember having to have a DNC with absolutely no anaesthetic. And if you can imagine a whitewashed room in like a James Bond kind of torture chamber setting, it was a little bit like that. (laughs) So it was quite traumatic. After the procedure was done, my blood pressure dropped so low that they couldn't get a second reading. Um, And they sent my husband out into the middle of the night to try to find some blood plasma for a transfusion for me. So it was a little bit scary, a little bit touch and go there for a while. And I stayed in the hospital for four days altogether, recovering from this. And it wasn't easy to be grateful and thankful in that situation, I have to say. Not only was I grieving the loss of the pregnancy, but also I was in this hospital where there must have been about 60 women on the ward and there were two toilets for all of us. And the toilets had no toilet seat, no soap, no toilet paper, just a little bit of running water. And yeah, And in the room where I was staying, there were 13 of us, all beds squashed together, no privacy curtains between anyone. And I remember being shouted at by the doctor for trying to eat some food that a friend had brought me, um, not realising that I was supposed to go and have an ultrasound. Just the atmosphere in there was, was not very nurturing and comforting, I have to say. Now, while I was in that hospital, lots of lovely friends came to bring me things. They had to bring me my food and uh, things to make me comfortable and things like toilet paper, things that I needed. Um, And they also brought me some some gifts to help me feel better, which was lovely. And one of the gifts that I got was a small notebook and a little purple pen. And I started writing in the notebook and I started journaling about my experience while I was there because I thought that that would really help me work through what had happened and also the trauma from just being in the hospital itself. And I also had on my Kindle at the time a book by Anne Voskamp called 1000 Gifts and the subtitle of her book is A Dare to Live Fully Right Where You Are. Now as I was reading this book I just got more and more into what she was saying and it just spoke more and more into my life. I really highly recommend that you read that book if you haven't done so already, just to give you a little idea of what the book is about. Anne talks about how a friend of hers challenged her once to find a thousand different things to be thankful for. 
And she set about this challenge and she started writing a journal of recording all these different things that she was being thankful for. And it took her over a whole journey of what it is to be a grateful, thankful person and how that affects our relationship with God and our faith. And it's just a wonderful book, so I highly recommend it. So after I'd come out of the hospital and kind of finished writing down in my journal about everything that had gone on, I thought I would carry on using this little notebook and this little purple pen to start my own 1000 gifts journal. And so that's when I started. And I have to say, it really changed my life. And to this day, I'm still writing in that little journal. I've got way past 1000 gifts. I think I'm over 1600 at this time. And it's, yeah, it's really changed my perspective on uh, how thanksgiving and gratefulness can really affect our health and our mental well-being. So that's what I'd like to talk about on the podcast today. How can we cultivate more thankfulness in our life? So I have six suggestions for you. So perhaps you would like to just get out a notebook and pen and jot these down or uh, remember one that particularly stands out to you that you'd like to start practicing in the coming week. So here are some ideas for how we can cultivate more thankfulness in our life. Number one is to get everyone in the family to say something that they've been grateful for today around the dinner table. Just go around and challenge everyone to say one thing. And you can practice this regularly and get everyone to think of something different to say each day. And it's a really great practice to get into. So that's number one. Number two is once a year, look back with your family on things that have happened in the past year that you can be thankful for and write them down in some kind of family notebook or record. Now, we actually do this as a family at the end of the year. So on New Year's Eve, we actually we have a a special book uh, that we write in every year. And we get one of the kids to write in it every year and record what everyone's saying. And we just think of as many things as we can that have happened in the past year that we can be thankful about, that we can thank God for, special things that have happened, things that we enjoyed, you know, holidays we went on, achievements that were made, uh, successes, breakthroughs, um, just things that happened in our lives that past year. And it's really fun to be able to go back and look at that uh, each year and, and see what we had recorded the year before. So that's number two. Number three is to write notes or messages to people in your life telling them what you're grateful for about them or thanking them for something that they've done for you that you really appreciated. And maybe you can get in the habit of doing this once a week. So it doesn't have to be a big thing. It can be uh, writing a little note and sending something in the post. I think people really appreciate that nowadays. But it could also just be sending a quick text message or a WhatsApp message. Just send something to encourage people to tell them what you're thankful for about them. So that's number three. Number four is to be mindful of your thoughts and to try to change your perspective on things when you're getting a bit anxious or stressed or angry. Now, this is really key. Having a positive mindset can make a huge difference to our life and our health and the way that we uh, talk to people, the way that we manage difficult times and uh, also our, our faith. So what can you find to be grateful for in a situation that you're going through? So if you find yourself going through um, something a little bit stressful, or if you find that you're suddenly feeling a bit anxious, stop and think and take your thoughts captive and try to turn them around and think, what can I be thankful for in this situation? Is there something, is there some good thing that has come out of this? Maybe if you've been disappointed about something, you can think, well, okay, so this is not going to happen now, but what does this now make possible for me? Is there a silver lining to this cloud? So try to get in the habit of just switching your mind to a positive, thankful thought away from the negative thoughts. 
So that's number four. Number five is to surround yourself with positive, grateful people. And maybe consider setting some boundaries around the people in your life who are constantly negative and constantly bringing you down. You might have heard it said before that you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. And that certainly has a lot of truth to it. If we're surrounding ourselves with people who are encouraging us, uplifting us, challenging us to be better people, positive thinking, people who encourage us to develop our faith and, and, to, and to do good things in life. If you surround yourself with these kinds of people, then you tend to be more and more like them. Whereas if you find that you're constantly surrounded by people who are very negative and complaining and moaning and bringing you down, it's very, very hard to rise above that and to be the one lone positive person. So make sure that you do have people in your life who are helping you to cultivate a spirit of thankfulness. So that can be really important. Number six, finally, and this is my top tip start a gratitude journal. So like I did in the hospital, find a little notebook, maybe a nice little pen, like my nice little purple pen, and get in the habit of writing down one to three things that you're thankful for each day. Now this could be first thing in the morning, if you're having a quiet time, you could just make it part of your quiet time in the morning, just to get out your gratitude journal, and it doesn't take long just to write down one thing that you're thankful for, maybe from the day before. Or you could do it in the evening before you go to bed if that works better for you. So you can reflect on the day that's that's just happened and make a note of one, two or three things that have happened that day that you want to give thanks for. So start a gratitude journal and you can use this journal to look back on. So when you're going through a difficult time in life, you're feeling a bit sad, a little bit low, you can actually get your gratitude journal and just look back and just read all the entries that you've made. It kind of reads like, a really happy diary. So it's a diary of your life. You can sort of pinpoint certain things that happened in your life, but it's all positive. It's all giving thanks. And that will just help to turn your frame of mind around and just bring you out of that particularly sad time. So that's a really great way to use a gratitude journal as well. So just to recap on my six tips for how to cultivate more thankfulness in your life. Number one is getting everyone in the family to say something that they've been grateful for around the dinner table. Number two, once a year to look back over the year that's just gone and make a note, make a list of all the things to be thankful for. Number three is to get in the habit of writing notes or messages to people to tell them what you're thankful for about them or what you've appreciated about them. Maybe try to do that once a week. Number four is to be mindful of your thoughts and to try to switch kind of negative unthankful thoughts, switch them around to be positive, thankful, grateful thoughts, to think about the silver linings and not the clouds. Number five is to surround yourself with positive, thankful, grateful people who can lift you up to their level and help you to be a more thankful person yourself. Number six is to start a gratitude journal. Now I got out my gratitude journal and I wanted to read to you the first 20 entries that I made just to give you an idea of the kind of things that you can put in your gratitude journal. And I want to encourage you to try to find different things. And you might think, oh my goodness, how can I find a thousand completely different things to be thankful for? Well, it is possible. I can tell you that from my own experience. So obviously you can uh, be thankful for you know, things about your family, things about your faith, but also just look for those little 
tiny things during the day that you can be thankful for. It doesn't have to be big things, it can be little things that you've noticed. And as you do this, it will also help you develop more mindfulness as you go around your day, just being able to spot things that make you happy, that bring you joy, even if they're little things. So here are my first 20 entries. And remember that I wrote this just after I came out of hospital after quite a traumatic experience following a very difficult miscarriage. So number one, being alive. Number two, my wonderful, caring, competent husband. Number three, healthy, happy children. Number four, soft cushions and blankets. Number five, hot showers that wash away grime and heaviness. Number six, caring, loving friends. Number seven, purple pens and new notebooks. Number eight, cups of aromatic tea in the afternoon. Number nine, books that encourage, entertain and inspire. Number 10, time to plan and dream and hope for better. Number 11, happy chattering and imaginative stories of a four-year-old. Number 12, golden syrup all the way from England melting on my porridge. Number 13, makeup that lifts and freshens a tired face. Number 14, surprise letters and gifts from absent friends. Number 15, hot, tasty meals cooked by someone else. Number 16, wild flowers picked by little hands to brighten my day. Number 17, sounds of the nighttime insects buzzing and chirping. Number 18, lying in the bed in the morning singing silly songs. Number 19, sunshine and summer breezes. And number 20, God's strength to get through each day. Now, I want to leave you with some quotes that I found about thankfulness and gratitude. I found these ones particularly encouraging and, yeah, I just wanted to share them with you. So, so the first quote is from Dietrich Bonhoeffer. He said, It is only with gratitude that life becomes rich. The next quote is from Tony Robbins, the motivational speaker. Without gratitude and appreciation for what you already have, you will never know true fulfillment. Then a quote from G.K. Chesterton. When it comes to life, the critical thing is whether you take things for granted or take them with gratitude. And then Charles Spurgeon said this. It is not how much we have, but how much we enjoy that makes happiness. And finally, this one I love from Marcel Proust. Let us be grateful to people who make us happy. They are the charming gardeners who make our souls blossom. So I wanted to leave you with those quotes and I want to encourage you to develop thankfulness and gratitude, um, not just this week, but also in the weeks to come. Let us choose to see the silver lining and not the cloud, the rainbow and not the rain, the flowers and not the weeds the bright eyes and not the wrinkles, the body that grew and nurtured and not the stretch marks and the sagging waistline. Let us choose to be those who speak words of gratitude over ourselves, over our families and over the people that we meet each day. I wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. Have a wonderful week and I will see you next time. Hey, quickly before you go, if this podcast has helped and inspired you in some way, then please jump over to iTunes and leave me an honest review. That way, more people can find this show and be inspired too. 
I personally read every single review and your feedback is so encouraging to me. The second way you can help get the word out is to take a quick screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Catherine Shelton Health and I'll share it right back. Thank you so much. God bless. Until next time.